Hey, what's up, everybody? Kenny, aka Weezy Baby, back with another episode of the Friends of Flavor podcast, the podcast about finding yourself within your friends while BSing along the way. And today I got Gene, well overdue episode. He is part man, part machine, also Jacqueline's spouse. And today we'll be talking about jumping, ducking, diving, rolling, climbing, running, running, and more running as it takes on every obstacle on the East Coast and the Gulf Coast. So stay tuned. sip of the show giving up alcohol for april and uh gene doesn't really drink alcohol do you no no and it's not keto friendly so <laughs> crown of water is though but everything else i, I mean my boss did uh keto and he drank those like uh seltzers and oh. like ranch water seltzers yeah no i'm, I'm good on man yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's no shame in seltzer shut up <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this this podcast has been a long time coming and probably way overdue. Uh, I always tease Jacqueline that I'm not allowed to have her back on the pod until I actually do one with you. That's not the reason I have you here today. It's just sometimes it is hard to find topics that's, to talk with someone if I don't really know you that well. But with you going on this whole like running and fitness journey, I, I think that's something that we can definitely dig into. Like we've known you for what five? I've known you for five plus years, and you barely know me after all this time. I, I see <laughs> all, it all we do is play Pokemon and maybe occasionally eat uh, certain foods. Yeah, yeah. I hate to say the wife's more palatable than I am. Yeah, <laughs> and so I mean back back to that is just that's how we met. Is I I worked with Jacqueline for so long, and of course you're her spouse, and we played Pokemon together at a local card shop, and. Um, I wasn't that great, and you were always an overachiever, and so me and Jacqueline would just wave to you at the uh, the losers tournament, I guess. I'm competitive. I mean, if you ain't gonna do it right, you don't do it at all. I mean, but I'm not, I'm not good, but I always want to be good, and so yeah, I do take a little a little extra, as some people would say. Yeah. Or you know, um, plus ultra. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, kudos to you and your health journey. Um, not just on the uh, athletic side, but also the, I guess, the nutrition side of it as well. You're, you said you, you were doing keto earlier and that you've lost, what, like 80 pounds or something like yeah, that? Yeah, anywhere between 80 to 75, depending on how much I misbehave during the week. But, <laughs> but yeah, my, my max has been 80 full pounds. Um, or any time that you're not uh, coming to support me, which I appreciate very much, no. and you have a cheat meal. Oh my! I don't. I wouldn't even call that cheap. Like, <laughs> that that cooking is just so good. I mean, I, I I go run a couple extra miles to burn that off. I don't mind doing that. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you you look great. And a lot of times, uh, ever since we left Crown, you know, we haven't really talked to each other. I me and Jacqueline, anyways. And so, when I saw you guys just you know around town, I was like, you just, you look like a completely different person, man. You even dyed your hair and everything. Uh, yeah. I try to do that for the events, you know, it's easier to find me for the life to take the photograph. <laughs> I mean, you have a whole neon attire going on. I, I pretty so. much do. Nothing matches, two different <laughs> shoes. Everyone's like, 
man, where'd you get those shoes from? Did you? Then the husband will walk over. Did you just buy two different pairs? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but the one thing I ask everyone, uh, especially the new guests, is is the question of what did you want to be growing up? Oof, that's a that's a loaded question. Honestly, I mean. I can't say my parents didn't, you know, encourage and discourage a lot of things, but mine was just a real simple one, just be happy. You know, I, I wanted, you know, like most kids at one point, you know, I love animals, I want to be a vet, oh, I want to be, you know, this because they make money or, or that, but I mean, at the end of the day, I just wanted to be happy, something I could do for the rest of my life, just find a job and kind of work it and never have to be stressed out. That's such a old man slash Confucius answer there. It's like, it's like you got it figured out when you were five years old or something. I wish I figured out how to make myself happy. <laughs> that, that would make my life a lot easier there. And so um, what, what do you do now then? I mean, right now, I'm tech support, which is pretty funny. Uh, just for the sheer point, I've been doing that for 15 plus years. My wife and I, we went to school and neither one of us want to sit in front of a computer the rest of our lives. Yeah. That's how I am now, and, but, and that's what we do. Yeah, exactly. Um, I found, uh, I guess, much of a an a-hole, I'll try to keep it as PG as possible. As I mean, as it's, I it's marked as explicit, so <laughs> you could say asshole. Oh, okay, <laughs> we can say these words. You know me, I'll just let that, that, I'll go off on a tangent with some, some inappropriate language, but uh, I'm good at just having people yell at me all day. I mean, tech support now is more customer service, and... Yeah. Yeah. Customers always right. Oh, it's not even at the right. It's just being PC about it, and I'm the last person you would think about that. Well, that's what yeah. she said jokes that the wife's beaten in the years. <laughs> but I mean, you know, just transparent. I'm like, hey, this is my warranties, my policies, procedures. This is it. I mean, you did a good job. I'm grateful. Hey, I'll hook you up. You know, just keep things vague. And once, once they're a little happier, then you know I can then I'm not saying take advantage of somebody, but yeah, it all works. In my, you know, my thing. I'll sit there. I've had a guy just sit there and yell at me for twenty minutes. Uh huh. Yeah. Sure. I'll I've, I've learned that some people just want someone to just like, not really listen to, but just someone to vent to. I guess. Oh, oh yeah. I yeah. had a customer. She called me. I loved it to death. Um, and uh, she she literally called. Like, Gene, thank you. I'm like, well, do you have any problems with your computer? Nope. That's it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, so I'll ask that question so I can kind of compare what you wanted to be to what you are now. And I guess technically, I mean, you still have the opportunity to be what you want to be when you were a kid. Of Do you think you're, you're kind of on the road to figuring it out of how to be happy? It's, it's a loaded question. The, the, the problem is I care. I mean, I'm extra. So, you know, great line, you know, overachievers don't want to be with underachievers. Mm. You want to be surrounded by like-minded individuals. Yep. Um, I'm, iron sharpens iron. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably butchering Saban here, but, you know, when he looks for players, you know, he wants them, you know, he wants someone's going to climb the mountain with him. And then when they get to the peak, they want to, you know, still continue. Still and that's what I'm looking for. And where I'm at, you know, when I interviewed, you know, they kind of sold me on that. And I was like, awesome. I found what I, I get into it. Yeah. It's this mindset's completely different. You lied to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's the hardest part is you know someone wants this, so when they tell you what they want and you're you've now made that your goal to achieve it for them and as quickly as possible, it's like whoa, they don't they don't have a clue what just happened. Right. And um, so that's that's the problem I run into. I notice if I care less, which I hate that mentality, just coming to work to work, you know, 
if I care less, I'm happier. But I, I care about my work. I mean, regardless I'm, of what it is, I want the company to be as, as successful and as profitable as possible because I look at it as owner makes more money, next person makes more money, I make more money. Okay. Trickle down effect. I'm learning that with the business as well, but I'm also, I'm really learning to care less because a lot of my input doesn't matter. So I just, that's, that's if I keep caring, then it's just gonna, I'm just gonna hurt myself. So that, I think that's one of those things that we all have to learn is just when to care and when not to. Because sometimes when you care too much, you just end up hurting yourself anyways. Yeah, and, that, and Jacqueline tries to beat that into me pretty regularly. Yeah. I mean, but I'm, I'm, I'm a hot cold guy. But I it's mean, hard to get uh, that out of your like mentality, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I mean, my work ethic is if my shift starts at 8, I might be there at 7.30. I might be there at 7 o'clock. Uh, I mean, working from home, I'm more lax. Because <laughs> I can literally just, like, like sometimes I'll finish a show with uh, Roth on Netflix, and then I'm like, oh, it's 10 until i got to clock in and get to work. And so it's, it's literally just, like, turning the TV off and come into the office. I mean, the week I worked from home with, with the missus, I mean, clothing was optional, and that's just how <laughs> I am at home as it is. Yeah. But I'd wake up. We'd go into the office, start work, didn't matter what my shift was, yeah. and then I'd continue working if I had work to do until dinner was ready. So, yeah. I mean, my company got an extra couple hours out of me every day, and, I mean, less stress because dealing with the idiots on the road, and, yeah. I mean, I, I think working home is great. Now saving gas. Oh, my God, yes, especially with the price of gas. I take a second mortgage out for that. So, um, we'll go back to your fitness journey and stuff like that. So... I just want to know, like, what made you go, hey, like, what made you snap into, I got to make a change, or I got to get in better shape and whatnot? Well, you've known me long enough, I'm a very picky eater, and so diets... Dino nuggets and french fries. <laughs> Not that picky, but, <laughs> but yes, um, I mean, I like sweet tea down here in the South, and I like I like my bacon and meats, but, Yeah. Um, what kind of got me a change was I hadn't seen my family in, in, in a long time, at least down in South Florida, and we finally took time to go and see them. And, you know, my sister got us Simply Keto, I think is the name of the book. Um, I recommend it to everybody because it's so simple. Anyone can do it. Simple. Hence the name. Yeah. Simply Keto. Um, <laughs> and uh, we flipped through it. You know, it's just a Christmas gift. No big deal. We flipped through it. And, I, and in the meantime, my sister's got her monsters running around the house. And... Um, She's just sitting there eating bacon. She just had a kid, you know, six months ago, and she's thin as can be and just sitting there eating bacon. I'm like, yeah. what the hell's going on? <laughs> Flipping through the book, and it's just, you can eat this, this. I found one page of food that I could eat out of the entire book. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's not possible for a diet for Gene, because they all go nuts. Yeah. They all want you to eat nuts. They want you to eat this tilapia or something yeah. crap like that. They want you to be one with the earth. Yes, yes. You know, I'm not a bird. I'm not going to yeah. go get the bird feed. This thing's like, okay, steak, chicken, bacon, cheese, eggs, you know, stay away from sugar, stay away from carbs. I'm a bread person, so that was my hardest little part, yeah. but we, we, fit, we, we worked into it. Like, we didn't do what a lot of people do is when they go on a diet, they, they go cold turkey. They chuck yeah. everything in their house. That, that was actually my next question was, was it difficult for you to do keto, and did you ease into it, or you involved? I mean, you beat me to the punch, but no, that's great. Go ahead. So, so I mean, we we went. This is how we did it. We we got a Costco's membership. We became one of the Costco's yeah. people. Um, 
by the way, they're saving hundreds of dollars a year on gas. <laughs> um, so we went to Costco's. We came up with, you know, the recipes that we really like that are going to work, you know, and we, we bought it for $450 a month. Hmm. That's roughly what we spend every month at Costco's. One shopping. That's it. We bought steaks. We bought eggs. We cooked through a whole bunch of eggs. Yeah. Uh, whipping cream, half, you know, half and half stuff along the lines that are fit with all these recipes. So 450 bucks a month, and that's... Three meals a day? How many meals is that? That is day? breakfast. Well, that's, yeah, that's three meals a day, mm-hmm. technically. I mean, we eat better than we probably should. Like, we have a six ounce ribeye almost every night for dinner yeah. with a salad or a vegetable. Yeah. Um, lunch, um, Jacqueline was making me, you know, I'd have a little six ounce chicken with bacon and cheese, or um, now I'm on a kick of beef jerky and salad. Um, and then breakfast, we'd have. You make your own beef jerky or you buy it? You know, everyone keeps asking me that. I. I need to start doing as much beef jerky as we buy. Before you leave, I'll show you my uh, dehydrator, which, I mean, you can do it in an air fryer too, but, you know, air fryer, you don't have a lot of space. Mm -hmm. So I invested in like a Kasari dehydrator and it has like maybe six or seven racks and you you can just buy meat at the store for like 10 bucks and just, it's really on how thin you, you know, slice the meat and you marinate it for overnight and just throw it in there for like four hours. Yeah, one of my And it's a lot cheaper. Yeah, he was giving me the whole spit. He's like, man, you go over to Windex, you buy the cheap steak, yeah. you freeze it and you just start shaving it off yeah. and then it'll marinate and then you start shaving it off. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, well, we gotta have the space to do it. We don't have the largest of houses. And, yeah. But it's but Even me, I don't have a freezer, a deep freezer. And so, yeah. I need to invest in that. But no, I, that's gonna probably be in the future uh, of this going, because I mean, Beef jerky, as long as you keep the sugar content down out of it. I mean, you mm. got your high protein, you got your sodiums, you got all the stuff needed. It's meat. Yeah. Uh, but we do egg casserole, which is just sausage, egg, and cheese. I mean, or or an or an egg or so, two. With so that's egg. like your typical breakfast. That's my typical breakfast. I mean, mm. but I'm a breakfast guy. I can eat breakfast every every meal of the day. Me too. For some reason it tastes much. I like. I'm a morning person anyways. But Rob, she she doesn't eat breakfast. So like, I try to like, I have to force feed her breakfast sometimes. Like, hey, you have to eat something before you start your day. But she's like, I'll just go get this coffee. <laughs> hey, that works. Yeah. And the big thing is we're trying uh, you never. I'm a land animal eater. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see me eat fish. Yeah. Jacqueline has now found a way to incorporate salmon once a week into my daily diet. Cook salmon? She cooks it. Okay. She does it. She is phenomenal. She has mastered the cast iron skillet. I mean, See, I need to take lessons from her. You do. I brag about it everybody. I said, we were watching Food Wars the other day. I'm like, you, here you go, babe. This is me. You, my you, boobs are busting out yeah, right exactly. now. I said, I haven't had a meal yet. My clothes are completely burst. But, I mean, we're getting there. I'm like, yeah. you know, she, like, the other night when she made salmon, I was like, if this was anyone but me, this was perfect. Yeah. But because I like, I grew up with my dad, you know, he'd, um, he'd burn a lot of the food. So mm-hmm. I was learning how to use the grill early because yeah. no one wants burnt food. But I've grown accustomed to enjoy like that crispy burn on food. She accidentally overcooked, the sandwich cooked fine, but how she seasoned it gave it a little extra crisp. Yeah. And I just love that little extra bit of crunchiness. And I was like, this is what I want every time you cook salmon. Well, with, with salmon and steak, that's what you want is that crust. Yeah. On, on oh, oh, her ribeye is perfect. Perfect. She gets yeah. a nice crust on it. It's always medium, medium rare. And uh, she'll throw, like, tonight I think we're going to have, like, some sautéed onions on it. And it sounds like Jacqueline needs to cook me some salmon oh, or steak. Gosh. <laughs> she's gotten good. But, I mean, and she does it so cool. I mean, yeah. 15 minutes later, she's done with dinner. Yeah. Well, salmon, I mean, salmon and well, steak is just how you like it anyway. So mm-hmm. you don't really have to cook it too long and how thick it is. 
So, so does she do all the cooking or meal planning? Um, when we first started getting into it, we both on the weekends, we, we did the meal plan. So basically I would cook the casseroles. Um, she'd be in the kitchen with me. Um, we would, we got a food scale. We buy all of our meats and stuff and everything is weighed. Everything is weighed out. So you, um, you log every meal? I wouldn't say we logged every meal. I mean, we basically, when we start out, we know six ounce ribeye. So the fat content's going to change. We know if I have a salad or broccoli, I'm going to end up with these numbers. Yeah. So we got that. We know what the shirt So you, you've done it so much that you just kind of, you know, the roundabout estimate. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's not like exact, but yeah. it I mean, works. I know I'm taking almost zero sugar intake. My carbs is minimal. I mean, the big thing is, you know, stress eating, which is an issue I had in the past. And it's kind of popping its ugly head out. Yeah. But I'm stressing out for all sorts of crazy reasons. Well, I need, I need to uh, get with you guys and do some keto or something. I mean, you guys... I mean, when you do quote unquote stress eat or cheese, you, at least you make it worth your while, you know. Well, I just go run more. I mean, <laughs> I hate to say that. I, yeah. I, I mean, we had um, what what did we do the other day? Uh, I mean, our cheat is Rebel ice cream, which is the keto oh, ice cream. Oh, I actually cream. tried that. It's pretty good. Yeah, it, it is good. But if you leave me alone with it, I will annihilate it. So, <laughs> so the wife is nice enough, and she spoils me. She'll feed me a little bit, and then she's like, "We'll cut off," and then she'll walk out, and we'll have one of those little pints. You know, that'll last us an entire week between the two of us. Yeah. If we had that every single night, I mean, you're eating three or four spoonfuls. Yeah. I mean, so you're way under what they even have. But speaking of, uh, what what actually got you into running? Um, I've always kind of like, it was just a little thing. I like sweating. I like cardio. I hate to say that. Um, so Except for burpees. I actually enjoy burpees. Oh, well, you're a crazy man. I, I'm a very crazy person. No one person. likes burpees. No one does. I, <laughs> I like it because I, I feel that I'm improving. Like, when I run, I know at the end of my run, I did a mile and whatever my time was. Let's just say eight minutes, okay? And I know tomorrow, if I try to push myself hard, I do a mile and 750 minutes. I, I can see progress. Yeah. When weightlifting, which I'm still not confident, even with all these months that we've had a trainer and gone to the gym, it's... You know, all right, I'm at 95 pounds for this workout. And then the next day I go back and try to do the same workout and I can't. Yeah. Um, and, and it's still just, you know, I'm trying to get form down, make sure I'm feeling it in the right muscles. But what got me into running is it was just something that, you know, during lunch, my lunch break, my work, I could just go run. We had a field behind our office. I could just go run around for a bit. We did the uh, couch. I did the couch to 5K thing, just kind of build it up. But what really got me into it was uh, an ex-coworker. And when I was starting to really shed, when I was starting to shed some pounds, um, last September, yeah, last September, because it was 9-11, she, I opened my big mouth on Facebook, like the idiot I am, <laughs> and she invited me to do the towers, the tunnels, the, it was a, the 5k race that supports, you know, fallen soldiers, uh, ah, you know, okay. police officers, all that stuff. And I said, well, you're my bunny. Uh, my goal for that entire event was to be able to just catch you, yeah. you know, or you know, keep up with you. End of the race, you know, I had to walk a lot and she still did too. And I mean, at the end of the race, I passed her. Chapman has a little film of me just zooming right by her. Nice. And uh, from there, you're yeah, hooked. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was competitive. I mean, it probably helped that Pokemon shut everything down. <laughs> I mean, this is all on Pokemon. So I want, Nintendo, yeah. I want Nintendo and Pokemon International to know that you forced me yeah. to get in shape because I had nothing to be competitive with. And, I and, mean, TCG online. You know, uh, that's boring. I, mean, <laughs> yes, I could sit there, eat ice cream, watch TV, and click. And so, that, 
Go ahead. Be nuts. Yeah. It, one, one thing about you, especially when I first met you, and like I said, with Pokemon and stuff like that, and me and Jacqueline were at the bottom tables, and you were overachiever. And one thing about you that I, I do admire is like once, like you said earlier, you, you take pride in your work and stuff like that. So once you're, once you're into something, once you're invested in something, you're like fully invested. You know, you're doing your research, you're, you're, you're figuring out, you know, the best techniques and, you know, the best uh, equipment or gear that you might need. And like you're a thousand percent invested into something you're into. I'm still frugal though. So, so that, that kind of, you, you know, I have not spent the $300 on Nike bait flies, which I'm told I need to buy. Five, my I mean, I can't even spend, I don't even like to spend a hundred dollars on shoes, even though I need to. Like I have a pair of Brooks that I bought and those were the most expensive shoes I ever worn. And I, they're like yard cutting shoes now. So, well, the, those shoes I'm running in, uh, you know, depending on how you want to say, uh, Saucony or... Oh, I always said Saucony. I say Saucony too because I call yeah. my Saucony Weavers. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I wear, you know, I got two pairs. So I like to go apples to apples. I know a lot of the trainer guys that, these, that train, they, they either train a heavier shoe or a more cushioned shoe mm -hmm. or whatever. I learned doing track in high school that if I trained a certain way and then come, you know, the day to perform... Everything's all out of whack. Your steps, the way your stride is, all that. It just doesn't work. At least for me, it didn't. So I bought shoes that I want to race in. I bought two pairs. I bought last season's shoes so I got them for 100 bucks instead of the $200 that they're currently going. Um, I Googled the difference between the two, and it was so minute I could justify the $100. Dip. I mean, I couldn't justify the $100 increased price. So I bought two pairs, and... Wear one shoe and you know, all that, so I train them, and then I, you know. So you really, you really went off of what worked best for you instead of like reviews of hey, you need to get this. Yeah, I mean, there are better shoes out there, but I found um, the carbon fiber shoes or anything that had a um, composite material in them was great because it, it gives you an extra bounce. And so when you push down, that now now rebounds back with you, so it gives you a little extra oomph. Mm -hmm. um, my shoes, probably, my pace aren't the greatest, um, just because I'm a sloppy runner right now. Uh, Jacqueline, I got her to buy the the Saucony Speeds, which is my shoe with a plastic plate and a little less foam. And I mean, she could tell right away. Like we had her trolleys and she she put those on, she loved them immediately. Mm -hmm. So where do y'all get your shoes? Uh, we. That's a little question. A little question. So I try to do business with Feet Fleet, the local guy. That's where I got those um, Brooks, and I, I kind of just felt like they just were trying to oversell me. But well, the Brooks, I mean, they're like your Swiss. I call them the Swiss Army knife shoe. Yeah. Because they're they're used because they, 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 they do your walk with you and they, they do the three D scan. They see that you're gonna have like you're gonna step wrong. You're not a neutral uh, walker or anything like that. So the Brooks shoe lines are they. They adjust for a lot of that people. Yeah. They stability, the stability shoes like Jacqueline. That was one of the first ones they went to for her. Mm. Um, well, they recommended me the Brooks, and then they recommended me some inserts because of my feet. But I felt like the inserts fucked me up more than they actually helped. And but when she said that, she's like, "You got to ease into it because if you go, you know, wearing it for the whole day, then you really can mess up your feet um, or your legs or whatever." I'm like, "Well, why do? Why would I want to do that?" Then? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, the Brooks you can go buy at any store. Yeah. I, I look at it, I, I use this analogy with our cat food. I mean, we buy Prima Pro Plan. You can only buy Prima Pro Plan at a pet store. Mm. I can't buy it at a grocery store. Mm. So it is a higher tier food, or it's supposed to be. 
So if I'm going to a specialty shoe store, instead of just going to Academy or Dick's or any of these sports authority, quote a classic company there, um, I mean, I want some that not everybody's going to be buying. You know, I, I can go to a run event and I can look at the people in the front of the line with me and you'll see they're running certain types of shoes. You're going to see Nikes primarily. Yeah. And then you're going to see people who want to run and they're all running Brooks yeah. because that's what was sold to them and they just don't understand and they didn't do their research. So I went a completely different level. These were the shoes I was told to look at. Uh, a pair of Adidas, the Nikes, the Sacconis. A6 and you know, hey look for these shoes with these these settings or these parts And so that's what I did. I went through them all and, and found you know talk, to, talk about shoes like it's a car Oh my god it, <laughs> it, you, The mechanics in is crazy, you know people talk about heel toe the parts in it the weight mm. ankle It's 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 crazy like yeah. I wait. I mean I'm now weighing shoes like the box the shoes come in is heavier than the shoes <laughs> That uh, is mean, crazy and then, like right now, I'm looking for a proper OCR shoe. I'm looking for a proper trail shoe because the trail shoe I have is the best shoe everyone recommends, but our trails down here aren't really made for it. It's basically like a cleat on steroids. Mm. Um, so it's not necessary. It's overkill. It, it is a little overkill for them down here. Um, now, if I'm going, and, when I did the Spartan race, I mean, there was enough mud that I could tell compared to everybody else's shoe, this was the shoe to wear. This yep. was the best shoe to, to, to do everything. But, you know, it didn't drain water the best it could, and it was heavy, and I'm not saying I didn't twist my ankle half a dozen times. <laughs> so, um, I did a little Facebook stalking, um, okay. only because I wanted to kind of get the gist of how many you did do. So, I think I went this year alone, you did maybe 11 to 12 runs, including a Spartan event. So, uh, what, what drives you to do all these runs, and like so many, like back to back? Well, it, back to that competitive thing, because Pokemon, we were doing every Saturday and Sunday. Right. We would travel all the stores, we, we'd have something to compete against, spend a whole day at it. I don't have that now. Pokemon isn't doing IRL, not yet at least. Right. So last year when I got into it, we started September, October, usually when a lot of people kind of hibernate and they don't really train. One of the guys, uh, Courtney, who she introduced me to, his name's Johnny, he does all these racing. He, he's like 47 now and he is just jacked yeah i mean he's sub 18 minute 5k i mean jeez yeah he's he's a, he's a beast and one of his things was is you're not going to get faster in the winter people don't get faster in the winter well i don't like the i like the word no but i like it for a different reason i like the okay you tell me i can't do this i'm gonna show you i'm gonna show you like he told me i want to be able to break a certain time in the shoes i got i need to buy a faster pair of shoes I broke the time and he said I couldn't hit the shoes. I won't argue anything because when I started running, I had a pair of Brooks. Um, when I did the math with my little Fitbit, I you had, think is that an ego thing or is it just like a competitive thing? For you? I, I hope it's not an ego thing because that's news <laughs> to me. That I'm really an asshole. I didn't know about. Uh, I think it's more of a competitive. I like. I mean, I'm a secret I like, asshole. Yeah. I, I thought I was a professional asshole, but that's a whole new level. Um, I like uh, I like the competition. I like to always have to be able to push myself. I like the challenge. I like because when we got into Pokemon, we played. What did I start out with? I started out with Deer Xerneas. I originally was building a deck, and uh, it would have been the best deck because oddly enough, I subconsciously knew what the meta was going to be and didn't realize that. So I played anti-meta, yeah. 
And I loved my deer deck. It was a blast. It was fun. It, it's well, yeah, me. I'm anti-meta, so I totally support that. Yeah. Um, but then as I grew, I'm like, well, if I'm gonna spend money to fly here, drive here, I gotta play the meta. I gotta play meta with a twist. Okay. I, I mean, you know, the one time I I was on stream and they interviewed, you know, Pokemon Punch Dragon, still my Facebook icon, because I'm just there to train the wife. That's all I. I'm the supporting role. And, uh, you know, so I got to learn how to play the meta decks to, so she, whatever she plays, she can be, she can, yeah. you know, she can be trained against it and I'll find a, a version of it that I like and, and then tweak it to my play style. I'm, I'm an idiot. So it's gotta be played by an idiot. Well, it's to me when I, when I wanted to play Pokemon, I was just like, you can have the meta deck, but if you don't know how to play it, then, you know, you're terrible at it. Like, and then you'll lose all the time. Like I would play anti-meta decks and there would be the most obscene or ridiculous, like my Dino's deck I played, no one would play that, but I'm just like, but I have fun doing it and I know how to how it works and I know how to play it. But um, yeah, that's Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nerd, we, nerd tangent, sorry guys. <laughs> we keep going on the Pokemon tangent. We tried VGC, all that, and you know, when you find out that you can just cheat to do everything in the VGC, I mean, what I mean by cheat, well, yeah, it's cheating. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll elaborate. You literally cheat in VGC to build your, your team, and I'm just, that isn't for me. You don't, I mean, you didn't really earn it. So how, how was, back to running and stuff, Sorry. so how was the, um, the change of from just running to doing a Spartan event? Did you, did you train yourself differently during Spartan event or leading up to the Spartan event, or you just kind of stuck to your regular routine? Um, well, the Spartan event to get there, and I, there's a little story to this, so I apologize if it breaks out. No, you're fine. Um, so last year, we, in, you know, end of the year, a mud run came up in town. It was to support the local police department, SWAT team, blah, blah, blah. So I went and got me a personal trainer. I have no upper body. I mean, I know you can't see me over the podcast, but anyone knows me, I have no upper body. Boy, I got everybody, I hope. <laughs> That's um, all I am. Yeah. Um, and my goal was literally just to complete the event. First obstacle, lost my lost a shoe. I ran the entire event <laughs> with one there. It got stuck in the mud. Everyone or funneled, and I'm like, screw this. I want to be fast. Took the outside lane. She went in. She didn't come out. <laughs> I once I pulled out, I was like, screw it, and yeah, kept going. I'm not fighting that. Yeah, kept kept going, and uh, I just had a blast. And I still I didn't do as well. I took fourth in my age division. I mean, but that was me. And fourth out of how many? Well, in my age division, I don't know. Okay. Um, but overall, I mean, I was still in the, I want to say I was still in the top 10, top 15 of, for the whole event. Yeah, that's um, great. And that's male, females, all the crazy people. But uh, I, I really enjoyed it. And because I have zero upper body, you know, doing the rope climb, the, the monkey bars, which I still hate monkey bars, pull myself over a six foot wall, all this stuff. I, it motivated me, it pumped me up. Cause I was like, shit, I can do stuff that I didn't think I could actually do. Yeah. Um, so I, we went... Any any local obstacle race we could find, we hit up. One in Foley was I loved it. It was like in December. It was freezing. Um, yeah, it was great. You go outside. You get all ready to go in an OCR event. It's thirty two degrees outside. You know? <laughs> We're in the south. The end of the event. It's a four mile event. Fifty meters or so of a pond. You had a choice. You can go do an extra lap, or you jump into the pond and swim, swim through. through. Yeah. I was like, this is what the course is. I loved it, but I learned to respect people who do any type of ice swimming <laughs> because as soon as I had to pull myself out of the water, nothing left in me. The, yeah. the, the gas was empty. and it Was, was it just, windy? 
No wind. It was okay. just the temperature from such cold water and it already being cold outside and you've already done three plus miles and your heart rate's up. It was just, it was like the wind got knocked out of you. Like yeah. it was just, and, and we completed it. I did, I actually did great my division. So um, with you doing running and those events, this is actually a talk I had with my daughter today. It's like with any kind of sports or anything like that, how, how much of that do you think is skill and you know, being physical compared to a mentality and a heart thing. I mean, I saw, I hate to say everyone, everyone's always going to say it's, it's, it's a mental game. I mean, if you can mentally tell yourself to do this, you can do this. Yeah. I mean, no matter how hard it is. Um, me, I like to challenge myself. I mean, skill is involved. I mean, no other fans or butts. I mean, you know, as I say, you're never going to beat a genius that's just naturally talented. Right. I mean, you know, but you can damn well work hard as you can. You might build, you might surprise yourself. I mean, Joe DeSana, um, I'm probably gonna butcher him, but you know, he's like, you change your perception. And it's, you know, if you usually go home and you play video games for an hour and you, or play video games for four hours and you do homework for an hour. But what if you swap that around and you go home for, and, and do homework for four hours and play video games for an hour and that's your normal. I mean, you do the same thing for sports, okay? You go and do 100 free throws, you know, but you know now you switch it, now you're doing 400 free throws instead of that 100. I mean, your mentality is gonna completely change, and at the same time, you're gonna be improving your skill. Right. Great example last weekend, because um, I've dug my hole in Spartan. I love it, it's pricey, but I love the competition. Spartan, I went in, I wanna just complete, that was my initial goal. It's the creme de la creme of all obstacle courses. Um, I just want to complete in one, mm-hmm. that was it. I go online, Google people that have no zero training, they complete it. People who you know have done light training have been able to do it. You know. So you're like, well, I'm better than that. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> I hate to say it that way. So I found out that they're in the open uh, category, which you don't have to do all the punishments. So I was like, okay, well, where is it where I get punished? Like, what sells you on Spartan? That is the age competition. So I entered for my age, and I was like, you know, I'm cheap. I'm still frugal. I'm gonna use the word frugal. So instead of me going and doing the easy one first, you know, one weekend and calling it done and then see if I like the event, Atlanta had their immediate, their intermediate and their easy event on the same weekend. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, we got to have a lovely storm beforehand. <laughs> and so I, I mean, I was training. We went to the gym. You know, I tried to do it two to four times a week if I could, but I still road racing is my main thing. I mean, yeah. I learned at these events that I'm faster than most of my competitors. It's just the obstacles are killing me still. And it's just because I'm still not there obstacle-wise or confidence-wise. But we did the Super, which was a 10K plus 25 obstacles, which in Spartan mileage, that is almost 10 miles of real mileage, not 6.2 miles. And then the Sprint is a 5K with 20 obstacles which are basically the same obstacles as Super, the, the 20, but they're slightly done, watered down, make mm-hmm. them a little easier. And, um, you know, the 5K was closer to six miles. And so I learned about Spartan mileage. But I was like, I met this 81-year-old, and he was staying at the same hotel. He's done 150 of these events. Jesus Christ. He's, he's a wounded veteran, um, you know, great old guy. Kudos to guys. Yeah, I know. And uh, he's like, man, you I'm feel to... like a big piece of trash right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because we're sitting there talking. I'm, I'm in my getup. You can tell I'm about ready to go run the event. And, um, you know, we were talking like, yeah, it's my first event, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, I've done 150. My goal is to do 200 of these by 82. 
And uh, so we're talking, and I'm like, well, I want to do a beast is my next one. That is a half marathon. That's the mileage they give you. That's not spark mileage, but that's mileage you. It's a half marathon with 30 obstacles. And uh, so if you do all three, the Sprint, Super, and Beast, that is the trifecta. That is. So I went from just trying to do one event to trying to do three events for my year goal. Mm -hmm. I dug my own grave. <laughs> so I've got two down, trying to get the third. Well, I was talking to this whole guy. I'm talking about the events where I want to do it. He goes, well, they have trifecta weekends. Trifecta weekends is what I say is for crazy people. <laughs> you do the Beast, the Super, and the Sprint all in one weekend. Hell no. Yeah. Yeah. How would you even have time to recover? So, yeah, that's 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 a mental thing, I guess. Um, <laughs> so what they do for those weekends is Saturday is the beast. You do that's. Can I'm, you get insurance of like, say, if I do the first event and get hurt, and I'm not able to do the next two? Yes. Okay. For your tickets, they 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 do have that. Um, I wish I would have learned this when I signed the first one. If you buy the trifecta package from them, they actually give you the ticket insurance for free instead of the little side upcharge. Uh, okay. So Saturday is the beast. The Sunday's where they get you. Sunday you do the super, so you're doing your six miles, six plus miles, and then in the afternoon is when you do the sprint. So dead by now. Uh, yeah. So I, like the idiot I am, the only two events that were close by that had the trifecta weekend, because this old man called me out on it. I was like, man, that's crazy. <laughs> He's like, well, I could do it, you know, yeah. at his age. I'm like, Jacqueline's just sitting there. It's 6 a.m. in the morning. I'm like, damn, he just called you out. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like shut up, Jack. You know, she's sitting there eating her non-keto breakfast. Um, she's sitting there eating like a honey bun. She's yeah, like, man, she, you're your garbage. Yeah, exactly. She's, my, she's the photographer. So December, um, they have a trifecta weekend in South Florida. Oddly enough, my birthday weekend. And uh, I found a way to... I don't know why my trainer's calling me. That's interesting. Um, Big of the devil. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, not my wife. My yeah. trainer trainer. Um, <laughs> wow. I hope that's a missed call. Um, but so they had the trifecta weekend. So I have signed up for it. I gives me plenty of months to get myself fully conditioned. For this. In the meantime, I've now suckered in friends and family, right now family, to do at least one event with, one of yeah. those dance with me. So we created a team called, uh, we don't talk about burpees. It's great name. It, I thought it was hilarious. The wife and I couldn't agree on anything, but the only way to get them to be able to compete in the same heat is you had to be on a team. So what they do is they'll spread you across the heats. Yeah. Well, I want want my dad, my sister. Everybody my the same. Yeah, I want us all to be on If you guys are on the same heat, you can kind of like motivate each other too. Well, and the best part is how they're doing this, which I'm not a fan of because of the competitiveness in me, is that the sprint is only an open. So it is no competitive age groups. Uh, it is literally, I mean, you're going to... Everybody. Yeah, if you run the best you can, as fast as you can, but they're not going to beat you up if you don't do your burpees properly. Mm. The competitive age groups, they literally take your headband, they put it at the camera, and they film you to make sure you do a proper yeah. Spartan burpee. You got to do dirty of them. If you don't, they penalize you. That's crazy. Um, but so you are you're a glutton for punishment. I, I kind of am. <laughs> I, I mean, that's probably why I'm good at customer service. You know, it's, you know, I'm used to being yelled at all day. Um, I was given this. Uh, I was given this name when I worked at Crown before Jacqueline, and um, I'm, I'm just gonna pass it to you. And it was Anger Sponge. Anger Sponge. Yeah, that's I good. like that. <laughs> I like that. The problem is, I need to vent the anger elsewhere instead of at friends and family. You know? Yeah. Other customer support people. <laughs> 
Um, so I guess that answers the, the, the other question I had was like, are you just going to stick to running or are you going to just vamp up your, your fitness routines now to where you're doing more than just running, you're doing, you know, weightlifting or, you know, strength conditioning and stuff like that. Well, I'm kind of, I'm kind of at a crossroads with that. And that, that's, that's been adding to kind of my stress is road racing every weekend you can find an event. And that's why you're able to count so many distance year long. Cause literally I've done one almost every single weekend since the first of the year. The very first one I think was, was uh, January 8th. Now, so probably too, it's like, man, so you've mentioned a couple of times you're very frugal, but it's not cheap to do all these races, right? No, they're really cheap. Are they? If you sign up early enough, like the one that I sucker Jacqueline into, which is in May, she's doing a terrain race, which I think you and your wife should do. Nope. I think you should do it with us. We're getting other friends and family. You know, the, my my uh, my running group, they're getting their wives into you're it too. Full, you're full of me. I mean... You know, I'm not a runner. It's not much running. It's yeah. you, you, you do a little... You don't have to run. You can walk. I'm doing it with Jacqueline. Jacqueline's... I love her to death. She's not a runner. I mean, she's a gamer. That, that's her build. But she's she's put the effort into it, and I mean she's gonna try. But I mean I'm gonna be there to help her on any obstacle she needs. There's no penalty if you don't complete the obstacle. They're not gonna beat you up, and if you can't do it, just walk around it. Yeah. It's one of those. You can sell it to me later. Um, yeah, see, I can, I'm trying to sell it to you, <laughs> but um, so I'm kind of torn between road racing and going to that next step. And if if we were in North Carolina or South Carolina. I'd, I'd switch completely to trail running, obstacle racing all day long because there's millions of those events there. Yeah. But you don't have to mean bike trails or hilly areas in South Alabama, you know? We don't. And I mean, so we got a lot more road racing and it's cheap. And what I mean by cheap, it all goes, I almost feel like I need to have a kid and move across the bay because most of these events are, are for school systems. I feel like if you use that as like a tax write-off I'm probably <laughs> you I should know. I gotta figure it out I feel like it all goes to charity right um, it, it does and I mean you know I make the joke every single time at Baldwin you know because Baldwin County got all these school systems that it's you know 20 bucks 20 bucks ain't much money I mean especially in today's today's market but I mean Pokemon event if you think about it we would you know if it was a small event it was still 20 bucks we didn't buy product We'd be there the entire day, mm -hmm. and we have to pay for food and everything else. These events, they provide you with food. If you're a drinker, you get free beer at the end. Yeah. And or you I need mean, to reload on carbs as well. Some of those are like ultra and stuff yeah. like that. I'm like, it's empty carbs. Yeah. But I mean, some of them have like Old Dutch sponsors them. So I'll go snack me a free ice cream from <laughs> Old Dutch. And I mean, it, so they, they give you food and, and snacks, but I'm done by 10 o'clock, 10 or 11 in the morning. And rest of my day, I can go do whatever I want. That's the benefit of road racing. I would um, maybe encourage you, which you may have already, just check out CrossFit. A lot of people say CrossFit's like a cult, but um, <laughs> it's expensive. It I mean, is. That's what's kept me away from it. Yeah, it's, it's just so it is expensive. pretty expensive, but it, it's also like I, I can see where they they make the um, I want to say sale, but it's like I mean, you invest all this money and everything else. Why not your your health? You know, and I, I understand that. It's just. Like the only CrossFit place I would want to join is called Trust, but they're like all the way out there in range line. And I'm like, I can't make that drive. It's just too far for me every morning, you know? So I just, I stick to club four right here because it's just down the street. Uh, I love it too. I mean, yeah. I, I go, I mean, I, I'll use the field area. I'll do a little run with burpees and medicine ball throw. And that's where we have our trainer. That's, I mean, I, I, if everyone was that price for a trainer, cause yeah. the buddy program is phenomenal. But... I'll probably upgrade just so I can take a class here and there, but, uh, yeah, I've just been sticking to my own stuff. Uh, so, 
earlier it sounded like you were very supportive of Jacqueline and try to get him, getting her into doing these things with you. But how, how important is it to you to have support from her? Because, I mean, she's not a big runner and she's not like balls to the wall into it like you are, but she's always like there at all these events. Mm-hmm. She supports you. She, she meal preps for you. Like, like a lot of that is, you know, she's like she's 100% behind you in that. And like, do you think it would be different if she wasn't as supportive? No, I mean, honestly, not really. I mean, it's just we have a unique relationship. I mean, I mean, for years, we just called each other bitch. I mean, you know, we you, someone would hear the conversation and they'd just be like, did you just talk to your yeah. wife that way? You guys don't love each other. Exactly. But that's like your, your love language. Well, yeah, we, we've actually banned that word in our house. Um, uh, actually, during the keto year, and so now if it actually slips out, it's like beautiful, independent, you know, we, we, we spell it out that way. Um, I want her to, I want her to want to do the same stuff I do. And, and she's vice versa. I got the Pokemon cause she was supporting you. Mm-hmm. So I got in it to support her. Which is weird because I, I'm just like, I didn't think about that. Cause I was like, well, you guys were doing something else. And I was like, ah, I'll just play Pokemon cause I'm too stupid to play Yu-Gi-Oh or anything else. <laughs> and Pokemon's super basic. And then all of a sudden you guys go, oh, we play Pokemon cause we didn't want you to be the only one to play Pokemon. I was like, oh, well, well shit. And, and then you saw how far we took. Yeah. That. I mean, but we... We like a lot of the same things, so we do, we, we try to do, we're so weird that, like, we do everything together. And we could just be sitting on the couch next to her, not a word out of e- each other, but we're in proximity of each other. Right. I mean, we drive together, we'll carpool as much as we can. I mean, you know, I want to be home and, and spend time for her, even if we're just sitting across the couch from each other. And that, that's, and I hope she's the same way. I mean, we give each other a hard time, but... I mean, if she doesn't want to, to run or, or assist, that's fine. That's right. This is this is my journey. I hate to say it that way. No, um, everyone's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I just want to say welcome, but it's not welcome. But everyone is, uh, everyone goes through their own journey. You know, everyone's not, She she's not entitled or supposed to be on the same journey as you are, you know. And my, I mean, I'm happy that she supported me after we both done. We both knew we needed to lose the weight loss, and I mean, you, you know, she's told you she slacked a little during the holidays. I stepped to it for the most part, minus the Rice Krispie treats. Um, <laughs> I'm a sucker for those. As well. Oh my god, especially the homemade ones. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you, you'll get. That's my kryptonite. <laughs> but um, I mean, like her big thing. I've talked to her recently, and that's it's still a debate in our house. Is you know, since Pokemon, we don't know what they're doing. We got our, our business that she's running and doing a beautiful job at it. Um, I wish she had the drive I did because, I mean, we, I'd like her to take the risk, jump, you know, just jump in and open up that storefront. I think she'd be successful. I think she'd be well. Because, um, you know, I can do the dollars and cents behind the scenes and, and, and just be that douchebag, you know, face. Because, I mean, as you saw and anybody else that has ever played against me, you know, when they first got into it, I didn't hold back. Yeah. I mean, I went at you, you know, full bore, and this is what's going to happen if you don't learn how to play. No Capri Suns and orange slices from Gene. Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> but I find our generation a lot, I mean, I don't know, male, female, sexes, I mean, but it motivates that individual. Yeah. I mean, they don't like losing. They they want... Well, this that, well, that, that's how I am, too, especially when I played with you. I was like, I'm super competitive, and I hate losing, but I'm a loser. <laughs> and, uh, but it... As much as you came off as like kind of arrogant sometimes, I just like it didn't it didn't stop me from going. 
I don't care. I'm gonna do whatever. I'm gonna try to beat Gene with, a, with the shittiest deck. Exactly, I can find. exactly. <laughs> and there's so many people that are still playing Pokemon and have gotten so good, and they they will all say almost the same thing. Gene was an asshole. He didn't hold back. I had me by this little starter deck. He had a full tournament ready deck yeah. and obliterated me in two turns. And uh, I mean, now they're great players. I mean, I don't know if it's a generational thing or not, but you know, going back to Jacqueline. I want us to open store. We had a store. Just we could agree on con, uh, the contract. I thought it was a legitimate argument I had, but um, that's near here. There, I'm still kind of keeping it out there as a, as a possibility. But right now, we can keep our prices, you know, super competitive. We can help out our friends because our overhead is minimal. But um, I want her to find a hobby she enjoys. I mean, if she wants to sit there and play, um, oh, what's that stupid game with the raccoon uh, that you guys all play? Oh, Animal Crossing? Um, Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. It's just real world. Go outside and plant a flower. Don't freaking play it on your game. I mean, It's addictive. It is. I have to pay off my debt. Exactly. You have to pay off your debt. Forever. That's, that's IRL. <laughs> that's what you do every day. I got to pay off this debt. Instead, you're right. But it's not as fun. You're right. I, I guarantee if the big thing are all dressed up like raccoons, you guys would be more motivated yeah. to pay off your debts. But, but I want her to find a hobby that she generally enjoys. I mean, even if it's something that I don't like, I want her to, to want to do something, be motivated to do that. Her personality is a little different so Pokemon was great because she she is competitive she can be competitive and she'll get pissed off when she loses over something stupid um, but she's a little bit more mature than I am when it comes to some of those things so Pokemon she's we're just kind of she's been in limbo waiting for that she tried yeah, that's great she it's tried funny. the VGC didn't work but it sounds like you guys are like like you said regardless of what people may think of your relationship you guys sound like you really have it together and you're very supportive of one another and that's to me that's great to hear being like pretty close friends to Jacqueline's that like I mean I'm a you're not you're not a complete asshole you I, actually no, really I'm a complete asshole <laughs> I mean I, I am a complete asshole but I mean I'm a penguin I mean I was I was like that when I was young if I ever I mean I said I was never gonna get married I mean you can ask Jacqueline how our proposal happened it was hilarious we'll have to save that for uh yeah we'll have to save that for now with her involved yeah. you'll have to have the you'll have to but if, if she ever left me or if I ever left her, I wouldn't find another mate. I mean, it's just it's just how it is. I mean, we make the, I make the joke, you know, we make the joke, well, if you ever, you know, ever leave, you're taking a dog. I'm keeping these two cats, you know? Like, <laughs> you're, you're stuck with the worst thing, you know? <laughs> you're stuck with the Martian. You're, you're stuck with the dog, yes. But... Oh, look at that. I got the, I got the softy side of Gene uh, here for this podcast. Um, but no, we, we actually carried on really well. That was... This has been a great conversation. And to be honest, I, I think it... I wasn't afraid that you wouldn't be able to carry on a conversation. I was actually afraid that you would just keep talking my head off. But, oh, I'll keep uh, going. No, no, you, I know you can. <laughs> um, but I think we're good. Um, but I think we both had a great conversation. I actually learned a lot from you. And um, I'm actually very proud of you and proud of uh, Jacqueline for like taking it to the next step and going on this like journey of not just fitness, but just like self-improvement and that's I think that's a lot of what this podcast is to me is just finding like-minded people who want to improve themselves you know mentally physically and just have a better life and we kind of all lift each other up and we find ourselves within our friends and yeah. we BS along the way that's everything this is and I, I feel like this episode, if out of every episode I've probably ever done, uh, I think it definitely defined, defines what this podcast is about. And I, I really appreciate having you on. Um, before you leave, though, you want to tell us anything new about uh, the bottom tables? 
Well, um, Jacqueline is, is, is the captain, the boss on that shit. And, uh, <laughs> and then some, um, I was like, I just signed the papers. I, yeah. I just, I just, uh, she, she does a great job with it. We finally got my hero academia. We ordered that. I last, saw that. We ordered that stuff last year and the vendor or the, the vendor, whatever, the creator of the game, they only let select distribu uh, distributors provide it out. So we're way behind this, the, the curve on it. And it kind of hurts. I kind of want to open it and try it. Um, a lot of these games have now kind of cracked down to where you have to have a storefront to be able to do them. We want to kind of, mm -hmm. you know, Pokemon's our game. We know Pokemon. We've imported stuff from Japan. We got our plushies. Um, I got to update the website, so I apologize for my updated content. But that and Pokemon's not going anywhere. Like, Pokemon's been around for ages. Oh. And it's still here, and it's still growing, you know? Oh, it is. And, um, I mean, it, they're, it's... I mean, they're making a new Pokemon, like, oh. with a new set of, you know. It's, it's new every, every single week. It's... You know, Jacqueline, Jacqueline, she, she busts her butt. I mean, it, it's not, we're not making rich off of it or anything like that. We, we literally, it is to support our, you know, local Pokemon players. Well, it goes back to the beginning. Like, this is you getting a chance to be what you wanted to be when you were younger. And that's just happy. And it's not about profit. You're just trying to be happy. Yeah, we, a lot of our customers, you know, especially out of state, they're, uh, they, they send Jacqueline positive emails all the time because we, you know, when you order stuff from some of these third-party sites, you know, you just get the card. Thank God if it's wrapped right and stuff like that. Jacqueline, we 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 take in any any advertising stuff because you'd be amazed how much stuff these stores actually get that they never give to anybody. Mm. And I mean, what are we gonna do with four hundred Charizard patches? <laughs> I mean, yeah, all right, that gets thrown into your purchase. The, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, that too, and or just like give them to a random kid, like like what I did with. Like, I got rid of all my Pokemon stuff, and I gave it to my wife's friend's kids, and they were ecstatic. Like, I just gave them my whole binder with everything. And I don't know if they still have it to this day. There might be something good in there, but no, they they were, like, to bring joy to a kid like that. It's, like, it's awesome, you know? Well, I remember, you remember our tractor uh, event, the free event? All that stuff was yeah. just marketing material that Pokemon provides. They're small businesses like us. To be able to give out, you know, for product, and I mean, and we had extra spare dice stuff like that. We had surplus. We created little bags, you know. We went out, spent our own money, and it was a free event. Yeah. You want a tractor? We made a whole fun bit about that. Yeah. Um, you know, once awesome. we want to do it again, uh, we're, we're hoping to do another fun event, but because of COVID and Pokemon, it's been kind of tough to. Well, if you need a sponsor one day, I will <laughs> gladly sponsor you guys. And uh, if you ever want to try out my hero, um, I'm down to try it if you guys want to. Uh, yeah, we'll wrap that up here. Um, don't forget to check the bottom tables out. They're on Instagram, Facebook, maybe not TikTok. Oh, she's she's got a TikTok. Y'all should make one on that. TikTok. That's um, <laughs> that's what all the kids are into, and you actually do get a lot of views on TikTok. I'm on Ig TikTok as well. Instagrams Weezy Baby and Friends underscore of underscore Flavor. I'm on TikTok as Weezy Baby as well. Just doing mediocre shit. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if you listen to intro music, it's done by my nephew, uh, Taika, on Spotify. Look him up. And um, yeah, on that note, don't forget to check on your friends. But more importantly, don't forget to check on yourself. Peace.